Welcome and welcome into Animan Plus, episode 72. Hopefully you're having an incredible day today, whatever day you are listening or perhaps watching this podcast over at youtube.com forward slash sparky3. Uh, Zach, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I can't complain. I don't know why. I've been set for the, your whole stick right this moment. As soon as I saw it fall on the screen, it got me. <laughs> I know. I, I tried not to laugh, but I saw you laughing. Uh, if you're not watching... At youtube.com forward slash sparky3. You should be. Uh, I'm wearing three pairs of sunglasses. Shout out to Tyler, my co host over at Terrible Football Show. Got custom made, eh, almost there. There, you go. there we go. You go. Custom made sunglasses for me and the boys. I got three different pairs. I don't, uh, besides, besides this one having my name on it, I don't know the relevance of the colors. This one's like Miami Hurricanes and the Chicago Bears. So we're having a good time. Shout out to you, Tyler. Thanks for that. Uh, shout out to the website, Sparky3.com. Please go sign up. We definitely appreciate that. You can sign up for free or sign up for five bucks a month. Get early access to podcast episodes and more. Uh, the merch store. Hey, we got we got a promo code. Uh, promo code anniversary for 25% off to celebrate Game Statics anniversary. Uh, it's two-year anniversaries. Hit uh, literally today. Yeah. Today. yeah. Yeah, today when we are recording is two year anniversary of Game yep. Static. Uh, next week, I still I think I think on Thursday too. I think Thursday of next week, uh, when we're gonna record seventy three will be Animan Plus's two year anniversary. Woo. Well, Animan was the original anniversary, but we don't talk about that. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, promo code anniversary at sparky3shop.com for 25% off everything in the store. Go pick up some merch. We definitely appreciate that. Join the Discord as well. We definitely appreciate that as well. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Animan Podcast and check out the other shows like Game Static, a terrible football show, talking about movie stuff, and our newest show that we just launched, Spark Bark. Your one stop shop for BS and nonsense. Shout out to Zach for the slogan. Uh, first episode was launched. Uh, pretty good feedback so far, I feel like. You know, decent views. I like it. I like yeah. what I'm seeing. So I'm looking to get an episode two out sometime soon. These glasses are steadily just falling down my face, and I just feel a lot of pressure on my nose right we'll now. We'll see how many last by the end of the show. I'm going to see if I can go the whole time. You know, I, I will say one thing. We didn't get as far as I wanted to get without addressing them. I will say that. Because when we wore sunglasses on Terraform, we went like probably 40 minutes before someone finally addressed it. And that was Shane because it started to hurt his ear, and he oh, started well. he started to take them off. And I, I even made the comments like, damn, I was, I was really hoping we could make the whole episode without even addressing the fact that we're wearing sunglasses. But... Anyway, uh, I think that's it for the plugs. I think that's everything. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, all right, so Zach, anything that we, we want to chat about before we jump into stuff? Shout out to Mob Psycho getting its uh, official confirmed release window of yes. this fall with a trailer. Yo, dude, this fall is... Let me ask you a very real question. Is this like the most stacked fall that you've ever seen in your anime viewing history? Because I feel like it is. For me, probably not. Well, like I'm not saying like for you personally, just in general. I mean, it's a very stacked fall season. I don't think it's the most stacked I've seen. Um, but, I mean, it is very stacked, though. It's, yeah. There's a lot to watch. Because, I mean, we're going to have the Bleach Return, massive. Mm-hmm. My Hero Season 6, which is going to be a dope season. Uh, Mob Psycho Season 3, dope. Even though I'm not a fan, but still cool to that fandom. Uh, apparently, like, it's not confirmed, but I'm still seeing constant reports that the second part of Spy Family is going to be this fall. Okay. As well as Chainsaw Man, going to be this fall. Yep. Uh, what was the other heavy hitter that was coming this fall? Well, I know Two Year Eternity Season 2 is coming. I, yep. I consider that a pretty decent hitter. Um, there was something else that was big this fall, and I feel like I'm just completely overlooking it right I mean, now. There probably is, because, I mean, there's a lot. Um, I can't really think of anything right this moment, but I know there is a lot. Was it like another – was it the – Attack on Titan se- final season part three. I think so. Jesus Christ. That part thing is so stupid. Like you call it the final season and then you break it up into three parts. It's not, that's not the final season. And that's, that's three different seasons. I'm sorry. Like my, my opinion will not change on that. Like it is, that is three different seasons, but I don't know. It's going to be a stacked lineup. No idea when shield hero season three is going to come out. I, I originally, I think at one point in time it was slated for this fall, but I don't think so anymore. Okay. The, another one that's coming out during, Fall is Stone Ocean, the JoJo series. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the next. Well, it's going to be another continu- batch. It's going to be yeah, continuing because it started in winter. Uh, Uzumaki is coming out. That short series, four episodes, looks pretty dope. Uh, em- Emerson of the Shadow, whatever. Random new show, looks cool. Yeah, I think I was about to say it's the one that you sent me there. Yeah, yeah. Kagano, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, it, it looks cool. I'm uh, I'm gonna probably check that one out. Uh, I mean, it's a stacked lineup. To me, I think I feel like Uzumaki. Yeah, yeah. A new. Con collection, uh, okay. ship girls. Okay. Get to water you. Oh no, for people like oh, Golden Comedy fourth season. Mm. 
okay. coming out then. Which, I don't know if it's the last season. I don't know how far in the manga it is, because I know the manga's over. Okay. And there's a lot of stuff for fall, so. Uh, it's, oh, it's an insane lineup. Mobile Suit Gundam, Witch of Mercury. Okay, I am like I have not really gotten into Gundam in a long time, but yo, I am actually really excited to watch that. I didn't know. I mean, it looks good. That trailer dude, was good, dude. I'm actually really excited to watch that, and I have not watched Gundam in many, many years. So that, that that's going to be a potentially a really good one. Yeah, I mean, we got a hell of a lineup for for this fall. Summer's kind of well, it's summer. Yeah, about the. Use. I got Overlord. Yeah, see, so you got Overlord. I'm going to have to do some digging. I'm going to have to do some digging, see if I can find another, you know, summertime render or uh, another, you know, uh, 86. You know, I'm going to have to try to find one of those. We'll see how it goes, though. Still hoping for some something on 86. Speaking of hoping on something, man, I was talking to old uh, Josh Apu the other day, or, you know, the, the third co-host of Animan Plus that any new listeners do not know. I, I was just about to say, Zach, you switched to couch cam. We still don't have a couch cam set up for this overlay yet, nope. so never mind. Um, but, yeah, shout out to Josh, you know, our third co-host who's been on Hades for a while. I was chatting with him the other day, and we were talking about just, like, you know, animes getting their comebacks and stuff like that, you know, like Shaman King came back with a reboot. You know, it got a sequel now, which is really out of nowhere. Bleach getting its comeback. You know, there was a couple others we talked about, whatever. And, man, I was talking to him. I got it. I, 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 it's wishful thinking, yes, but man, I'm dead ass serious. My gut is telling me that Hitman Reborn is going to get a new anime. Like, I, I just have this. I don't think it's soon. I'm not saying it's like, oh man, it's going to be announced soon or it's going to be announced in the next couple months, but I, I think it's coming. I really do. I mean, when we see it, great. I mean, I'll be down for it because I enjoyed the series too, but when we see it, it's still mostly a thing of push over in the east, not so much in the west. I know, but I think that alone is going to make it where it's going to happen. I really do, because, like, you know, that random Twitter account. That's, Shit. What? I was just looking through Summer. I still got a fucking adventure quest. Oh, have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, you're not done with that one, probably till fall. We'll see. But, no, dude, that Hitman Reborn anime like, Twitter account, whatever, that launched in January, I mean, it's been posting, like, nonstop. It's regular content, right? Uh, and then on that website where I'm watching summertime rendering, you know, I came across like some orchestra thing that went down over in Japan that someone recorded and, uh, they had like some Hitman Reborn OST tracks in it and it was super cool, super dope. And I mean, I, I just don't know, man, like my, my gut is telling me it's going to happen. It's just, I don't think it's going to happen like this year, maybe next year, maybe could see something happen, you know, an announcement, but I, I do think it's because, Oh, another one that Josh and I chat about that. This is purely just speculation, of course, but it makes so much damn sense. Is uh, I do think Soul Eater is going to get a new anime. Like, go, I, I book that one down. Book that one down. Why Soul Eater? Because of how Fire Force ended. Because of how Fire Force ended. Once Fire Force, the, the anime, the final season, I don't know if it's going to be season three or four. I think it'll probably be season three. You know, once the anime ends, I think it's gonna. I think we're gonna then get the announcement uh, for a new Soul Eater anime, which will then actually make it true to the manga content. Since you know they kind of change the ending, whatever. Uh, I do think Soul Eater is gonna get a new anime, so that's another one to watch out for for Soul Eater fans out there. I do think it's gonna happen. I'd be shocked if it didn't happen, honestly, especially just because of how Fire Force ended. I, I won't dive a lot into it since we're only like you know. Five minutes into the show, I'm not going to drop like a massive fucking end of manga spoiler at five minutes in. Let's try not to be anime. I know it's our anniversary next week, but let's try not to do that. But I'm just saying, I think it's coming. But just because while you were going, I was just looking through stuff. I mean, looking for summer, what we got is Overlord Season 4, which I'll be watching. Uh, you'll have Dr. Stone review say that's just like one episode. Though. I mean, still it's, yeah, it's something. Some, yeah. There was one show that I, I that had caught my, I forgot what it's called though. Uh, there's the fourth season of, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Yeah. Which yep. I'd be down for watching. Uh, so it sounds like it's going to be a Zach led show and I'm going to commentate. I was about to say, I also got classroom of the elite second season, which I've been waiting for. So yeah, I'm going to be commentating. And a then run a girlfriend season two. That's actually a good series. You might actually like that one. I might like that one. Yeah. What makes you say that? Just I don't know. It's just a nice rom-com. Well, I'd probably like it then. So we'll, we'll see if I check it out. Uh, do we want to go ahead and jump into some stuff? I mean, might as well. All right. Uh, we'll kick things off with uh, something different. Kick things off with a movie. I did watch Bubble, that movie that came out on Netflix that had a 
stupidly, stupidly loaded lineup, right? I mean, we're talking studio with yes. studio wit. We're talking director of Attack on Titan. I think it's like character designer and writer, you know, th- those two pair from Death Note. Uh, notable voice actors, forgot who. I'd have to go back and look, but I mean, there are some no- there are some notable voice. I, I want to say lights voice actors in it. Which again, mm-hmm. you got the Death Note, like the the two people that worked on Death Note. So naturally, they're going to pull on their buddies. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. But I mean, like there was a you know composer uh, Hiyuki, no, yeah, he, uh, he, uh, Hiroyuki uh, Sawano, you know who did like Seventy Cents, mm-hmm. Eighty Six. You know, you know who has the unbelievable you know naming patterns for songs i finally showed you that yes unbelievable naming patterns like oh my god i just don't i don't understand it when they pop up like my youtube i'm just like what does this even mean i don't know (laughs) i don't know what this song is um so the story itself it feels like a new kind of rendition of base i mean i say it feels like even though they literally like name dropped it throughout the movie it just feels like their own telling of the little mermaid and not the disney version Mm -hmm. like the actual version gotcha that's basically kind of what it was and like they even like the little mermaid like storybook was even like read to like our female protagonist utah like in like so like it was prominent like that theme Mm -hmm. was prominent throughout the whole movie but like the plot itself was like it was okay. I mean, it didn't like completely just grab me and just pull me away. It's just like, you know, like the post-apocalyptic world of where bubbles started falling from the sky. Tokyo became engulfed in one massive bubble after like a big explosion that happened at one of the towers, whatever. Where our protagonist was there as a child and he lived this explosion. Um, you know, as the bubbles continued to fall, it basically like started kind of flooding the areas because i mean this is a lot lot of bubbles that would not stop falling so over time like tokyo would be flooded i I made the comment when i was watching it that like with how tokyo looked it honestly kind of reminded me like hard fucking core of seattle in the last of us part two and how that was all flooded and destroyed and shit like that was the vibe i got hardcore so for any gamers fans out there that that already puts an idea of what we look like for tokyo and then there's this you know the the battle core which is like the parkour tournaments they do where it's like five on five race to the flag whatever fight it out sort of thing Okay. Yeah, I mean, they, they battle for supplies, essentially. Like, okay. They, they wager different things, you know, because you know, they're all living within this bubble. So it's right? dying light. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically dying light, but parkour and no no zombies. It's the, the land of water. Yeah, exactly. You know, Hibiki is like the, the ace of the blue blaze, our protagonist, whatever, and he's like, you know, unfreaking believable, and he can bounce off bubbles and stuff when no one else can. Because there's still just bubbles floating all over the place and shit. You know, there's the whole pr- premise of the movie is like, you know, he's like, he constantly hears this song and he doesn't know what it is. He ends up meeting Yuta, who also hears this song, you know, and Yuta's like, it, it's like, you know, she's uh, like a teenage body, like same age as Hibiki, whatever, but it's almost like she's like a newborn infant where like she can't talk and everything. She's curious about everything, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. Like, you know, he, he, he was trying to go to the tower where like the, uh, the explosion happened and the tower itself is like wrapped in like a huge casing of bubbles. And like with all these bubbles and shit, dude, there's like giant red, like, um, uh, whirlpools that will open in the water called like, uh, they called them like, uh, fire ant pits. I think is what they were calling them. That's okay. their, their nickname for it. And it just like completely sucks you in and just basically obliterates you. There are like literal, like dimension portals. It feels like that opens up in like some more of the harsher areas and they call those spider webs. So like the tower is just completely engulfed with like red bubbles and like these spider webs and shit. And, okay. and no one can climb it. He, he can get close cause he is like so good at it. So he was trying to get up close and you, you can, see like the observatory room from like the tower or whatever mm-hmm. and he thought he saw a, a person in there and then like all shit broke loose and he ended up falling which he made a reference earlier you know tell because he's like super like kind of like stone cold face trademark like oh i'm so cool leave me alone like that sort of mentality edgelords basically you know and he told his team's like i don't fall i never fall he falls you know <laughs> and he falls in the water almost drowns you see some like bubble mermaid come and kiss him and when he wakes up Utah's there uh, and then it's just like the relationship building between the two of them, and just you see more of like I would like I will say like the battle core stuff was pretty cool. Like the story itself was okay; it wasn't anything to write home about. I got to be real, but man, was it a fun watch? Absolutely, because like the animation is unfucking believable. Okay, like it is so beautifully animated from beginning to end. The music, you know. 
Hiroyuki did an, an unbelievable job. The music and the animation will single-handedly pull you into this film. But, like, the story itself is just like, I mean, it was all right. Like, if I had to rate those three different things, like story, uh, six and a half maybe, six around that area. Animation, probably a nine. Music, probably a nine. So, overall, probably just like a seven, seven and a half is kind of what I'd rate the movie out of ten. The story does bring it down, at least for me. I mean, it's all right. It's a love story. Lots of cool action happening with the parkour stuff, but... I mean, it's it's not. I mean, it, it's just like its own version of like you know the darker Little Mermaid. Yeah. But I mean, it, it is worth a watch. I will say it's worth a watch. I really enjoyed it just because of the animation and music alone. So. I mean, that's good. At least you got something out of it. Yeah. True. Uh, did you watch Summertime? Have you watched it yet? I still haven't watched it. Damn it! God, it's so good, bro. I've been caught up in the trap that is me and sports games. It's wrestling right now, right? Yep. Yeah, I picked up. Uh, well, I didn't pick up. I downloaded it from uh, Game Pass. I've been playing some NBA 2K22. That's been my thing here the past few days. This is the, literally the first time I've played games since Kirby came out, so it feels good. Yes, it does, <laughs> dude. It feels good. Feels good to just sit down. I'm like, wow, this is what it feels like to play a game. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, but no, um, summertime, dude, is just still so good. So like. Episode three, where that one kind of ended off at, where they were all at the festival, whatever, and um, uh, Yuchi, our protagonist, you mm-hmm. know, he thought he saw uh, Yushiro, who is the the female character that died. I, okay. I I wasn't I wasn't able to get these names whenever I initially talked about it. I remember like the three main characters' names now of Yuchi, Noah, and Yushiro. Okay. So there you go. The couple side characters, I don't remember their names. Like like the dude i mean he's in he's been like in every episode for like a minute or two you know like the friend mm-hmm. and there's like some other chick who i don't remember her name but you know they're not super important but anyway so at the end of the like episode uh, 3 he thought he saw Ushiro like in in the festival crowd like even in her bathing suit too you know where like she you know, remember yeah. she died by drowning uh, you know, he chases after whatever gets to like the beach and, you know, he calls for, her. she turns around, looks at him, poof, huge fireworks, whatever. So it's just like, all right, so what's this? This is probably just clearly her shadow, right? Like, I mean, what? Well, I mean, yeah. it's clearly what it is. We get into episode four and she's acting like completely fucking normal. Like as Orshiro would, right? Completely normal. But, you know, Yuchi's like, no, you are a fucking shadow. What do you want? Why are you trying to act like her? And she's just like, what the hell are you talking about? Like she is completely acting like how she would. And, you know, she, like, he can touch her. Like, she's got, you know, she's physical and not a ghost. Like, it's just like, okay. So, you know, he's completely blown away. And he's just in, in the mindset at this point that, you know, this shadow actually believes that it's Ushiro. Like, okay. it's not like this trade, the normal shadow that's like ready to fucking just stone cold murder people. Yeah. You know, and she, you know, she's doesn't understand this. So she's just like, oh, the festivals, let's go to the festival. He's like, absolutely not. We just buried you two days ago. You cannot go out in public. She's like, oh, I want to see no one. So he's like, no, you are dead. <laughs> you cannot do that. So he's trying to hide her this whole time. And then there's like a large sequence of where he meets back up with the gang, like Noah and the other two, whatever. Like, you know, it was a large, you know, piece of of the episode focused on that. Uh, and then because it's still, again, doesn't understand what's happening and believes that it's, you know, Usher, you know, she comes up to the gang and with the with the shittiest disguise in the world. I mean, she's still Wait, like, what? like, yeah, she has like a single mask on, still in the bathing suit. The mask, you know, you can clearly see her blonde hair, which is, like, one of her trademark things, mm-hmm. I guess. And, like, a single, like, <clears throat> jacket, right? But it's not a button. It's a terrible disguise. And she makes some comment to whatever, um, to, like, Noah and, and the the friend, the guy friend, because he confessed to Noah. Noah's just like, sorry, it's not mutual, because Noah actually likes Yuchi, whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, that's when everyone kind of realized, wait a minute, that voice, wait a minute, that hair. And, then, you know, you know, or she was like, aha, I'm not Ursha, I'm this person. And you just like, this is the worst fucking disguise you could have come up with. <laughs> like, if you, I told you to stay put, but if you were going to sneak out, could you at least gotten a better fucking disguise? Three of you at least changed your fucking swimsuit. Goddamn. Yeah, it's something, please. So, you know, she reveals herself, you know, like, oh, hey, Noah, you look great in, in whatever you're wearing, whatever. And Noah's just like, that's not her. That's a fucking fake. You know, get everyone get away from her because, you know, Noah's aware of the shadow. So is the yeah. rest of the gang. They have like this, um, they have this code system they go by where they'll say certain words. Each person has a word they'll say to say, you know, to indicate, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm the real one. Right. So like when, they, when this whole sequence initially started, you know, Yuchi came up, said his code word. 
they said their code word, whatever. So we're all in this process now. Yuchi, um, you know, you know, you know, Noah's like, oh, get, you know, get, get her away, get her away, whatever. That's the shadow. Yuchi grabs her arm, Ushiro's right, and says like, no, I'm not gonna, t- I'm not gonna take her away. And then he starts squeezing tighter, and Ushiro's just like, oh, whoa, hold on, that hurts. And then, then, then. Ursha starts yelling at everyone else, get away, get away, you know, talking, you know, like, this is a monster. And then it's like you have, like, a sick, demonic smile come from, from uh, Yuchi, and then it's, like, black screen. And it's just, like, a few minutes earlier. And it shows uh, Yuchi when he's running up the steps to mm-hmm. re- re-meet with the gang, and he comes to a point where there's just, like, black marks all over the ground, and Noah's shadow just murdered a ton of fucking people. Fucking like beats the shit out of him, about to murder him. Uh, another shadow comes up, takes Yuchi's form, which also like you know. I guess now we're finding out that they can also take memories. So this shadow knew the code word that you got to see him reveal earlier. You know, uh, Noah breaks his arm. You know, breaks Yuchi's arm as she's holding him. She's about to break his leg. You know, like he's like, and then uh, the 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 big titty chick. You know, she comes in to save the day and fucking just shoots Noah in the face. And, and murders her, the the Shadow Noah. Yeah. But also the main key thing that's in this sequence that's important is the shadows are catching on to what's happening with Yuchi. Because once this shadow takes Yuchi's form, he even asks the question, you know, where he, he makes a statement where it's just like, oh, you really know a lot, whatever. And, you, and the shadow's just like, how many times have you died? You know, like, so they're catching on to what's yeah. happening now. Because, like, Noah's, like, oh, she's, like, blood there. She's like, oh, yeah, I want to fucking kill this bitch. And uh, the Shadow Yuchi's like, no, 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 don't kill him. Don't kill him. Because then, you know, he can just come back. And, you know, so they're figuring shit out now. And that's, that's basically where the episode four ended. I mean, like, dude, this story has completely grabbed me. Like, I am very invested. And I, and I guess I will also say one thing. I was thinking about this a lot um, that makes this one feel so much like more engaging to me versus mm-hmm. uh, let's say even shield hero and Tomodachi game, like especially Tomodachi game, since they're both like, you know, mystery kind of based. Right. Yeah. The one thing that feels so engaging to me about summertime is that it's paced so well because it is a longer anime. Mm-hmm. It's 24 episodes for this season. So the pacing is so much better to me than what like a Tomodachi game is, which is only 12 episodes. Because the pacing for Tomodachi, I'm sure you can agree, is pretty fast-paced. Yes. I mean, because it, it kind of has to be. It didn't have much of a choice. Uh, but I think that's one of the big things that's grabbing me about Summertime. It's just I feel like the pacing episode to episode and everything that's kind of happening, it's not throwing too much at you. You know what I mean? It's giving you just enough where it's like you want more. But it's, it's not overloading you every episode. Gotcha. So I'm really enjoying it so far. Uh, what about Shield Hero Six? I didn't, like I said, I didn't watch Shield Hero this week. So Shield Hero was them fighting off the tortoise after the big reveal that Otsu was not a familiar of the spirit tortoise, but was the spirit tortoise's avatar herself, and more or less them coming to a realization of that. And our evil guy, I forget his name, the wielder of the Vassal weapon, uh, the book. He reveals, ha, I've kidnapped the other three heroes. They're idiots, but I'm going to use them as a power source. Uh, Risset, or Reset, I forget her name. Uh, green hair girl. The, the penguin chick? Yeah. Reset uh, R- sounds yeah, close. Yeah, Reset, it's close um, enough. She has a whole moment and everything. Um, Lark and the other two show up at the last moment and go, ha, we're here. Um, evil dude uses gravity on the, all of them to pin him down. The turtle comes back to life and starts charging, but right before it attacks, the Filiola queen shows up and becomes a giant chicken to fight it. Oh, hell yeah. Um, then they have to take the head out and the heart at the same time, so the barriers to the soul crystal can be destroyed. So it ends up being a split thing of... <laughs> Rizia, I can never remember her name. I'm never going to remember her name. She has her moment. She's able to manipulate key and move in the gravity and fight uh, our villain so that the others can get free. The Ark and the crew go to destroy the heart. Chicken Queen, she takes out the head. Yada, yada, yada. They save the day. It's a whole thing between Rosette and the evil guy, more or less her having a moment and being like, you're just a weakling, because I get it, because you're the same as me, yada, yada, having her moment, has a nice little... She actually gets very good theme music, too, I noticed. Oh, okay. I'm looking um, forward to that. Yeah, she gets... You know re- who would not be looking forward to that? Josh, because he's weird, and he never pays attention to music and anime. <laughs> Whatever. 
She gets really good theme music because it's a whole scene where stuff's coming out of her while she's in her philo suit and has a nice moment where the eye part, one of the eyes gets burned off and just her mean mugging dude and everything till she loses the suit entirely and just starts fighting with a sword to combat him and all that fun stuff, have that moment. And then in the final moments of the head gets taken off, the heart's destroyed, everything, and they're staring at the crystal to destroy it and... Now, Fume goes to use the Shield of Wrath, and realize when he does, he just says the whole incantation and nothing happens because he has no rage towards Oats and everything. And she sort of smiles, it's like, that's good. And she unlocks a power, and he suddenly gains the true power of the Spirit Tortoise Shield, which turns it into a giant solar beam cannon. <laughs> nice. He gains wings, he gets indicators, backs some feet lock supports, even an aiming system, and everything's like, no, don't do it. And just Poof! So the dude goes full Super Saiyan. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, got it. And does that, the guy's sort of just like, well, you destroyed it. Oh, no, but I accept enough souls in this little <laughs> vial, so it doesn't matter. Enjoy your win. Drops it. Opens up a portal, jumps in, later, <laughs> and runs away. Uh, Lark and his crew just like, don't worry, we'll bring back this, bring back the souls. We plan to destroy this world, but it's wrong with what he's doing, so we'll bring back the souls. They jump in. Now Fume has a moment where he goes to the portal and says, it uses the four cardinal <coughs> weapons can't invade worlds. And he's just like, shit. And it's like, go, before it's too late. He looks back. Well, it seems to be certain special circumstances. You're all clear. Go right in. Invade worlds. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a moment with Oats as she's disappearing and everything. And now Fume gathers up Philo and Raftelli and she's like, just telling Rizaya, saying, you stay. And she's like, no, I'm your party too. I'm going to join you. He's like, okay. So they all four jump in uh, to go to the other world and see Lark and Mirror's world and all that fun stuff to chase them down. Okay, so yeah, this is when we're going to see the fishing hero. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're okay. going to, get to see all of them. I, I see. I knew. I saw that in the opening, but I kept questioning. I'm like, man, is this season going to go that far? Since it's only 13 episodes, but yep, we're going to see all the vassal heroes. Okay, right on, right on. Uh, and it ends with Oats' body disappearing and landing on the land, bringing back uh, greenery and everything. And ends with uh, Filiola, or Fit. I forget her name too. The Philo Queen. Her sort of just laying in the grass that's forming from the oats disappearing bodily and doing her little praying thing. Okay. If, if we're getting that far, then i got to be honest, in this season, I feel like it's probably going to end right about probably where I stopped reading. And I need, I've need i been meaning to catch back up. I wish that series wasn't monthly. i got to say that. I really, really wish it was I mean, it wasn't. you can always go find the light novels. <sighs> you know I'm not going to do that. Unless I can find someone like reading. To me on YouTube, like it did 86. Yeah, know. probably not. No, you probably could. I mean, I could. I'm just saying you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. See, that's, I still need to go finish 86. Yeah. You know, I'm only halfway through volume five. And I'm pretty sure at least one other volume has come out since then. Oh, no, like three. Oh, three? Yeah, like three volumes have come out since I stopped listening to it. Because, like, when I stopped listening to it, I think eight or nine came out. It was eight. And then I know for a fact nine and ten have come out, and I think I just saw the cover for eleven early recently. Cool. Yo, that that series is pumping. It's going, dude. It's pumping out its content. But yeah, no this uh, this season of Shield Hero sounds like it's probably going to end or at least hit where I stopped reading because I stopped reading. They were in the other world, and they uh, now Fumi was like basically trying to recollect the gang. Is essentially what he was doing. Gotcha. So. Uh, Spy Family episode five. Yo, this episode was dope. It was pretty good, dude. This episode was really good. I completely good. forgot this was a set of chapters, dude. And, I did too until it was happening. I was like, "This did happen." I was in denial still. I'm just like, "Did this happen?" Like, I don't remember. Like, did this actually happen yep. in the manga? Like, bro, dude, it was great. Uh, it was it was essentially just like one big episode. Like, you know, once we got the confirmation that you know Anya was like you know now part of. Eden's College, whatever. Yeah, we had the yeah. initial part yeah. of them going, seeing that she wasn't accepted, and then only for the headmaster to go, look at this list. Yep. She's on the top. So when someone withdraws, she'll be in. Yep. Yep, exactly. Uh, so she ends up getting in, and it's just like one of those things to like celebrate and reward or whatever. She wants to play Bond Man IRL, where she gets like rescued. 
and wants Twilight to be Bond Man, whatever, because she obviously yeah. knows he's a spy. And then yours she, wasted the whole episode. Yes, your, <laughs> yours best friend is a wine bottle since yes. Harry shows up to celebrate. Yep. He's, and he's just like, I brought wine. And your takes two drinks and she's fucking Gone. out. Gone. And then Harry being his drunk self is like, oh, Lloyd, how could you be so mean to your daughter? She's done so great. She needs a reward. He's just like, that castle looks a lot like this castle that they've made into an amusement park. Yada, yada. You can rent the whole place out. Yep. And then Twilight hits up his agency. He hits up his agency, sends Morse code. This is crucial for the mission. Uh, the one, I forgot her name, who is kind of like overseeing like what he's up to, whatever. You it's know, actually, that was, she was actually one time because that's not the same lady. I thought, I thought it was. No, because the other lady, she actually, she always wears a hat and I'm pretty sure she has red hair. Because you can see her in the opening and like the weird drawings. Oh, wait. Okay. Are you talking about the one who's like in love with Twilight? No, I'm talking about okay. his actual lead, his actual oh, handler. Oh, okay, okay. Who's chilling in an office. Like, I have no idea who the blonde girl is. It's the only time I think she ever shows up. Okay. Well, basically, she has a moment where she remembers the chief, where the chief's like, Twilight's the best spy we have. If there's anyone that can do it, it's him, you if, know? If he's doing something, there's always a reason for exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. She's just like, get Twilight everything that he needs. You know, it doesn't matter. And he's like, you know, sending Morse code. This is crucial for the mission. All the spies, whatever, all his agents are all at the, uh, the castle, and they're all fangirling. It's like, oh my god, it's Twilight. Oh my god, this is great. It's like I was like, well, what's this going to be? Surely it's going to be important. And Twilight's you know up there on the stage giving Morse code as it goes, and everyone's starting to realize you know what he's doing, and you know they're and he, he's basically just like you know this is crucial for the mission. Don't ask questions from here on out. Everything that this guy says, do. Then <laughs> <laughs> Harry being fully into it's like, come my minions, yeah, do everything you can to stop. <laughs> Bond L- man, Lloyd man, yeah, Lloyd man, Lloyd, and everyone's just like, oh, I get to fight Twilight. This is a dream come true. <laughs> this is this is the best day of my life. <laughs> and nobody questions it. And like, nope, it, they just it, run with it. It's a very entertaining because it's just a whole thing where this amusement park where Harry and Anya are doing their thing to get Lloyd to put on a mask and gloves that are signature to Bond man. Him having to fight through a freaking oh. Uh, weird ball area i know yo that had some good animation and great music i, mean, I gotta it say it had no. very good music and everything and whatnot then he fought with balloon guns to rubber ball guns yep. of a tower yep. which was ridiculous um then it all then it even recreates the scene from when they're watching the bond thing of him zip lining with explosions because they're ready yep. for it it's like he's like oh there he goes hit it now <laughs> All finishing up with him fighting a drunken Yor. Yeah. <laughs> who's just like, anyone who kidnaps Anya is going to die. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, she's about to kill me. <laughs> and oh, then she I'm, just passes out. I'm done. Her heel breaks. She just falls down. He's like, Yor, you all right? Okay. You will not defeat me, Lord. <laughs> Slap. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of this episode was the end where, you know, she brings him the, the expense report. Yes. And the chief is like, is this an actual number? And she's like, yes, that's an actual number. Are these numbers correct? Yes, sir. We gave him everything as you said. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it was a dope episode. I enjoyed it. Uh, what about Skeleton Not in the World? Episode six is just what it should be, right? Yes. Okay. What have we got going on over there with your, your laughing skeleton? So in the episode that we missed last week, it has a moment where they finished saving the elf girls and everything and he actually reveals to the elf girl he's traveling with that he is a skeleton and reveals that he's cursed because when he created this character on the, when it was a game he made a skeleton avatar in, in his back uh biography and stuff said more or less he's a holy paladin and i was cursed and now i'm a skeleton and i'm traveling to break the curse yada 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 so he revealed that to her she took him to her village to introduce him and hopefully find people who could help him with his curse and whatnot. Um, I don't know why the, the opening of the episode was they get to the gate and everything and she's like, she says her name, they open the gate and she's like, all right, Ark, you wait here. I'll go get permission. And it's like early day, like just, just now going to the afternoon. And then apparently it takes her until evening to get permission. So it's just him hanging outside the gate Playing with playing with Ponta, training, doing things just throughout the whole day, just sort of chilling out there. This big ass armored guy just chilling outside the walls, just vibing. Yeah, 
she finally shows up, takes them to the elders, finds out it's her uh, mother and father and everything. They have a meal, and she's like, it's okay. They know. He, he takes off his helmet, and they have a nice meal and all that fun stuff. Then more is just a fairly simple episode. I mean, her and her father go to see the other council of elders and go like, hey, this is what happened. This is why we attacked the Lord, and they've broken our treaty, and they're kidnapping elves again. They make a whole thing about it. And Ark hangs around with uh, his elf companion's mother, who's just hanging out and everything, walks him through the village, finds out she's a battle maniac. And she's after they walk into the village, he sees some of the elf girls he helped save and them being happy and everything. And then she's like, let's spar. Then <laughs> the rest of the episode consists of all well, his time. He's sparring the mother who just kicking the crap out of him the entire time and him realizing even with high stats if I don't know how to fight I'm screwed and him just going but this is a perfect opportunity I can learn from an expert and just fully embraces his ass being beat (laughs) it's like oh this is the best thing ever (laughs) and everything in that to lead to the end stuff where elf companion girl whose name I still can't remember we actually meet her sister who's apparently also a battle maniac because of their mother is apparently getting married she has a thing for her sister where she just straight up glumps her sister to the ground and starts rubbing up all on her and just like, you can't marry unless they can defeat me. And she's like, so you're not planning on letting me marry? Nope, you're mine. <laughs> uh, to return to the house where Ark is chilling in a bath and her not paying attention, just walking into the bath while he's chilling, all nude and stuff. And we have that moment of a bath scene. She explodes the bathroom, and then it's just like, Ark, we'd like to hire your service to continue helping our daughter. And that's sort of how it ends, with one last thing of him going. They tell him about a lake and stuff where that could possibly heal his curse, but it's guarded by a dragon, because they only form where great dragon lords are. And he's chilling in bed, he's just like, you know, when I wrote this, it was just more f- from a character's backstory to RP. But now in here, it seems like a real thing. And he's going through his magic spells he has, he's like, would that work? And he just goes, uncurse. And just where he uncurses, his hand becomes actual skin. He's just like, ah! <laughs> it does work. And it just ends. That's <laughs> yeah, quite the ending. Yep. Okay. What about, uh, what about Meme Quest? I don't even know what episode it is. Like uh, 77, 76? Something like that. I can uh, honestly tell you. Does it matter? No. Because it's not the end. Because so. I might hit 100 episodes. <laughs> You're not? I might. Oh, oh no. Considering it's still going into summer. That's true. You know, with the pacing of the story, do you feel like you're going to hit 100? Possibly. I'm so sorry. Because, I mean, this episode, because the previous episode was literally just an episode of them walking across a bridge, which took them, like, a couple seconds, and then the rest of the episode of them opening a door, well, Avon opening a door, and Hunkle being an edgelord, being like, I'm going to be, I'm going to make everyone angry to go ahead. But in truth, I'm really standing back here to fight all the enemies that are going to come and hit us from behind. And having that moment. And the episode that was actually this week was literally just an episode of just continue watching Hunkle fight a bunch of demons. Just going, I don't have to be a big brother anymore. Now I can go full, full edgelord on all you all, on all of you. And can proceeds to wipe out demons. Um... Avon and the rest walking through Varn Palace, and Avon just be like, yeah, you only build a palace like this for two things. One, to show off how pretty it is, and two, two corner people who ever invade you. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> um, he reveals his whole tricks that he's learned while he was away, his little feathers he created. Apparently the great labyrinth that the girls went into to get the big, great Kaglimmer spell, which allowed them to invade the flying bird fortress uh he apparently was chilling in the labyrinth he had gone down to like floor 170 or some crap they only went to like floor 25 so he was just hanging out there just trying to do things before coming out it's like well i made these feathers that help amplify purification stuff these are for dagging these are for healing here pop back of the head heals him and reveals and just low key goes damn pop this thing has enough to restore three mages. The hell, why, how big's your mana pool if you're still not full? <laughs> um, so he's busted. Pretty much. He's been low key busted the entire time. He's just an idiot and made to be hated. 
Um, Perfect. And like the last couple of episodes, I'm just like, I was thinking, I was like, this isn't the adventures of Dai anymore. This is more the adventures of Pop and Hunkle. Because like Dai's not doing, Dai's just chilling, just like, yeah, I'm here. I'm the hero. And Pop's having this whole emotional thing with a Hadlar. Hunkle's just like, our master's back. I now can be a bigger edge lord and help him, and full of well knowing knowledge and being an older brother. Yada, yada, yada. Dai's not doing shit. Um, yeah, they have had that whole moment. Uh, Die Pop and from martial arts girl whose name, ma'am, there it is, are resting. And Avon takes Leona, the princess, away. It's just like, you can take my spot. You're better with purification magic than me. Take my feathers. Use them for good. And then there's a the whole thing with Varn going, Mr. Varn, get your ass over here. You need to protect me. What about Kill? Kill's not here to protect me. He's here to murder people. Get your ass up here. And we found out Kilvern apparently just keeps a room full of masks. Uh, then it ends with Zabawera, the little shit from the beginning, who was part of the Legion Commanders, more or less trying to do his sneaky shit again, and Mr. Vern going, No! Do it yourself, you little shit. Flies away and kicks up Barrero. And he proceeds to take all the corpses and became a superior being to fight all of the other characters. I don't even remember that name. It's been so long since you yeah, said it. Yeah, I mean, he's been around, but he's so much of a side character that he's the final fight for all the other side characters. Ah, gotcha. One of those. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, last anime for the lineup then. Uh, Tomodachi Game, episode six. How how are you feeling about where we're going right now? I mean, this took a weird turn. I mean, it more or less threw out most of my theories. I mean, I still have a slight theory that could work, but it more or less threw them out with the whole thing with Taichi being just like, I had a plan the entire time, and you've fallen right into it. Yep, one after another, trap after trap after trap. All these small things that if you notice, congrats. But if not, here we go. Basically. <laughs> setting Tenji up to just fall into the traps, essentially. Yeah. Testing people one by one. Yeah, and all that fun stuff. I mean, it was slightly enjoyable. And then the whole reveal thing at the end of him just going, I lied. Look that up immediately. Yeah. Well, time to end. He loses. Get your ass over there. We're done. Yeah, that's it. It's like you're going on and everyone else is staying. The lie being wherever it was, uh, it was one of the earlier rounds, earlier episodes where it's like, you know, should, should we killed someone? It's just like, oh, that's really cringe if it's true. Uh, and then, you know, Taichi's like, oh, yeah, that was the lie. He didn't kill anyone. I've killed someone. I've killed three people. Well, he didn't reveal that. Well, yeah. Yeah, they reveal that. You killed three people. How can they stand to look at you anymore? Oh, you just got to let your friend go by himself. Then fucking... Dingy. Dingy out of nowhere. It's just like, well, if that's the case, I lied too. And he's just like, you lied? Yes. Whenever we revealed, I dated... um, What's her name? Shiro. Shiro. He's just like, I didn't have feelings. It's like, I actually had feelings this whole time for... Yuichi. <laughs> and, uh, when it did that, I went, all right, I didn't see that yeah, one that, coming. <laughs> and it's just like how the episode ended where it's like the, the watchers of the game, whatever, they even pointed out, it's like, oh, this person's got, he's got to have an alter, alternative motive here. Yeah, but. Uh, he's got to, obviously. But that entire scene was great because the little mediator's like, you can't just lie with nonsense now. He's just like, prove it. He's like, you want me to prove it? Sure. Just straight up rover kisses him yeah. as they fall. And I like how he's just like, is this your first time, Yuchi? This is my first time. Should I take my glasses off? <laughs> Should I take my glasses off? Oh, fuck. Like, that entire end scene just completely caught me off guard. I was just like, I'm okay with this, but was not expecting it. So, now going forward into game three, it's just Yuchi and Tenji now. Yeah. And it reveals Yuichi's a sociopath in some form or way. And, and then... And that this is Tenji's second, second game. Tomodachi game. So which, he's, he's been here before. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense in a couple ways, right? And it also had like one little tease from Tenji himself. Like you hear the voice actor, you, you hear his character where he's just like, you know, I'm going to reveal the shadows of this game. So there are some, some different motives between both of them going into game three. Yeah. I mean, it kind of pulled me back in. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, it's a little bit more interesting. I'm, I guess, I'm slightly curious where it's going since 
I mean, I my theory's sort of been shot with this episode unless they reveal more stuff. But at right. the same time, I'm just like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. Um, any last thoughts on Tomodachi game? If not, we can move on. Uh, not really, no. Okay, yeah, not nothing here. Uh, favorite episode of the week? Spy Family. I would probably say Spy Family as well. A spy Family probably summertime is going to be number two. But Spy Family, like, you know, look, I got to say up front, if Spy Family didn't have, like, that beautiful animated scene with the kick-ass music, it, it would probably be summertime. But that yeah. scene alone put me over. I was like, okay, they're doing this to animate some serious justice. I also want to shout out Twitter's still fucking weird with Anya, and I just don't like it. I want to blow up Twitter at this point. I mean... <laughs> I did see one thing on Twitter. You see Elon Musk's tweet of, if I die in mysterious ways, yes. it was nice to know to you. And then Mr. Beast, it's I saw like, him. Can I have Twitter? Okay. No taxi-baxies. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've seen some weird stuff on Twitter the past few days. Some really, really weird stuff. I mean, that's not really surprising. I know, but like there was one, because this is anime-related, so I wanted to shout it out. I'm scrolling through Twitter. You know, and it's just, it's one of those, if you if you use Twitter, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't use Twitter, you don't know what I'm talking about, and you're probably going to be like, oh, he's lying. He's actually following that account, isn't he? But it's some random account, and like you get pop-ups from accounts. It's mm-hmm. It'll pop up. It's like, because you follow this topic or whatever. So it's like, because you follow anime. Correct. And uh, it was like some something talking about uh, who's like the best girl in My Hero Academia or something like that. And my first thought was, I'm going to look at the comments because these are all fucking minors. So I'm curious what people are saying in these comments because these are minors. These characters are children and I'm sitting there scrolling through and man, we need God. This world needs God is what I'll say. I saw someone post a picture of that sweet, adorable child, Ari, and I just said, no, (laughs) I said, no, yeah, that one's don't, don't do this, but that's not even the worst part. Zach, the worst part was the one single reply that I saw that I saw from someone. I even went and snooped their account, right? If they're a troll, I'll give them props. They're a consistent troll because I looked at their tweets and replies, and they're like this everywhere. This wasn't a one-off. Really? But it was a single reply to the Aerie picture where the person said, Aerie is definitely one of the most fuckable girls. But then it's this, then he also followed up with like some other character was best girl. And I read that, and dude, the, the replies to that were fucking hilarious. I mean, I bet they were. <laughs> there was one where a dude had a, had a picture of a dude walking up steps. But it was like walking up steps to heaven, and he's like, I'm going to tell God right now. <laughs> What is wrong with people, bro? This is Thanos did nothing wrong. I'm gonna stand by that. I've been saying that for years. I'm gonna continue to say that Thanos did nothing wrong. <sighs> I hate the internet. I hate Twitter, but I'm stuck in Twitter. You know your log when he snapped his fingers, it would be like them who wouldn't get dusted. I know, man. I know that would be my luck. Thanos did nothing wrong. We need God. God needs to come. Uh, you want to hit manga chapters, manga chapter time. Oh, also before we do that, before it slips my mind, another anime that could potentially be on this false slate. That's going to be a heavy hitter. is going to be blue lock. It's not confirmed, but I think no, it's, it's not. I think it's going to be this fall. I mean, if it comes out this fall, yeah, it would be a good one. Yeah. That's going to be a heavy hitter. Uh, all right, let's jump over to manga chapter ratings, wrap up the show beautifully, uh, kicking things off with one piece, uh, 1048. Uh, I would give this one a seven personally. Still okay. got some beautiful cartoon action going on. Uh, my hero was on a break this week. Black Clover, of course, on its hiatus. JJK 183. Yo, look, man. What happened? Dude, I'm losing so much interest in this arc. Like, I'm being honest. Like, I don't know if I'm the minority here. Nope. Okay. And I also got to say, like. And I've said this before on the show. I have never been a massive JJK fan. It's it's okay. It's not even top 10 best series for me. Like It's all right. The anime is beautiful, of course. Yes. Beautifully fun watch. But I'm not... This is not one of my series. But, like, wh- I'm losing so much interest in this fucking like, arc. One of, the com- one of the top comments I saw whenever I read the show was like, Yep, I'm back to not knowing what's going on. <laughs> that has been me for... God, man, forever. I, I I haven't wanted to say it because of just how often I do fall off things where it's like, what happened? Like, I, I have a, my attention span. I, I get lost sometimes, especially reading some chapters. I'll just literally skim through and look at pictures every yeah. once in a while. I don't know what's happening anymore. I really don't. I'm lost as fuck. I'm going to give it a six. I don't know what's happening. I mean, I give it a six as well. I mean, 
the whole thing with this is that we're supposed to, they're supposed to be coming in here to find people to be able to get to um Gojo, but is that what the game is for? Yeah. I don't I don't remember. Yeah, no, they're there to try and get to people and to get stuff so they can eventually get to go and aid Gojo. This is fucking stupid. Because <laughs> this is all part of their plan because this is only one half because the other half is being done by the uh, weird-looking guy in oh, the white room. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Mishnah's Core Family 128. Uh, I'd give this one a solid eight. Very good chapter. Beautiful color page. Uh, Undead Unluck 109. I'd give this one a nine, actually. Yeah, this is a good chapter. I love the ending. Like, that ending of this chapter is one of those ones where it's just like you see it and you just want to see it animated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, you know, um, within the past couple chapters, it's like, you know, Andy kind of, you know, it, you know, Rip kind of figured out, and Andy also, like, confirmed it thinking to himself, where it's just like when it comes to Andy's regeneration, like, if you damage his head, his brain, his regenera- his regeneration is, like, tremendously slower, mm-hmm. right? I mean, obviously. But, you know, he's still undead, so he is not going to die. But it's just like his regeneration is going to take a lot longer. So Rip is trying to basically damage his brain throughout this fight, you know, because Rip's ultimate goal is just to get, like, uh, you know, basically the points that uh, Andy has to use Ark, the the magical do-it-all machine, so he can bring back his, you know, the, the person who died, who I talked about last time. And how this, like the last two pages, how it ended is that, you know, Andy's like going fucking ballistic and he's fucking doing some badass shit and rip can't catch him. So that, that other character that I mentioned, like the sister, uh, holds Andy, uh, for rip to shoot his blade through Andy's head, but also piercing her like a Goku Raditz thing. Right. But like what made that, so fucking cool was like it's one of those things that if it was animated it would just hit you with like scene after scene after scene super quick and it would be so cool because it's like a traumatic moment for you know character killing like someone he grew up with whatever you know someone that you know he probably knows really likes him even though he doesn't feel mutual so it's like multiple panels of where it's like you see you know rip and those two girls when they were kids you see the actual shot happening you see rip crying you see child rip you see her getting pierced you see this shot you see this shot uh, it's like so many shots all happening at the same time to end the chapter where i'm telling you if you're watching it as an anime it's like boom 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 like traumatic moment sort of yeah. vibe. i love that i thought it was super dope so i give it a nine very good chapter i like what's going on right now uh mashal 106 just more training. Yeah, you know? I'll give it a seven. Yeah, I'll give it a seven. Uh, Sakuna Day is 69. It's all right. You I'll know. give it a seven. It's all right. I'll give it a seven. Uh, Loose Samurai is 61. Eh. I mean, we're still about to start the battle. Yeah, I mean, it's still set up at the moment. I'd also give it a seven. That last page made me laugh, though. Yeah. It's like, I can't move. It's, I can't move. It's too heavy. Uh, I'll give it a seven as well. Uh, Blue the Bar- worst part was he said that and he was smiling. I know. And I was just like, you sociopath. <laughs> this dude. This dude. Uh, Blue Box, 51. I give it a 9. I give it a 9 as well. P6, 31. I give it an 8. Okay. Uh, Ayahashimon, 22. I give it a 7, I think. The ending, though. Like, I like that last shot. It was a weird chapter. Most chapters are by this series. <laughs> we can't let them find out. What? We can't disturb the regular guest. <laughs> I'll give it a 7. Okay. Uh, Akane Banashi. I give it an 8. Okay. Uh, let's see. I think the only thing out of my bunch is uh, Kaiju. Or not my bunch, but the Jump Plus bunch. Um, Kaiju, I mean, 62. Did Dan and I have a chapter? No, I did. I just still haven't caught up. Okay. I'm, I'm like four chapters behind. Uh, for Kaiju, I will give it an eight. I give it eight as well. Uh, Tokyo Avengers, 252. I give nine for Pachin. Yeah, I give it nine as well. That was such a sad end of the chapter. Pachin was great. Dude, that was so sad. Pachin's been shafted most of this series. But he has. He, he got his moment. He did. He did. He did. Shout out to Pachin, man. Uh, Eden Zero, 190. I don't know how to feel. It's it's the fucking uh, Rebecca fan service fight. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I give it probably seven. I give it a seven, I guess. Seven of sins for Nazi Apocalypse Chapter Sixty One. First up, shout out to that color page. That color page was nice. Yo, I loved that. That was so fucking dope. Uh, also, I do want to uh, correct some statements from what I made last time involving uh, Gawain, our last Four Nights of the Apocalypse, because I said he had, like, Eskinor's magic. Mm-hmm. Because, like, whenever he was introduced, he even said something about the sun, and, you know, it, look, it looked like it. it's not that sun magic, whatever. It's uh, apparently, a, like, a gold magic. Gold magic is, okay. is what it was kind of... Is he Midas? We'll see. I don't know. 
I have no, yeah, I don't know, but I, I do want to correct that. But uh, that color page, super dope, and I really, 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 really love the end shot. The end shot was so fucking cool because it's like you have one of the um, Arthur's knights that is here as well, you know, trying to you know take one of any any of the four knights. Really, he's after Percival, but you know, once you know, this is the first time you see the four knights gather, and mm-hmm. it was it was just a super cool moment where it's like he, you know, he's trying to get Percival. Percival, you know, he's basically burning everything around him. He's Percival using his magic to like prevent that from happening. You know, um, Gawain basically just comes in and just like no, and just eliminates the fire. It's just like <laughs> what the fuck. That's broken. Okay, whatever. You know, Tristan comes in for the first time because every time you've seen Tristan so far, he's only used um, the holy the holy magic, mm-hmm. uh, the angel stuff from Elizabeth. That's all you've seen in his eyes. So for the first time, he splits both. So he's got you know the demonic magic on, in one eye, so it's pure black, and then he's got the holy one. Yeah, make a comment, you know, or the this this knight that we've seen before, uh, one of Arthur's knights, whatever. You know, he's just like, wait a minute, you know, a boy with half demonic, half holy magic. You know, you know this you know, person with the golden magic, Percival. And then, you know, we have uh, Lancelot comes in as well. He's like the shape-shifting boy. And it's like the last shot. It's like, this is the four knots of the apocalypse. And it's like that nice, like, shot of, like, each of, like, their eyes and, like, a, a line, you know? Yeah, gotcha. Just a real cool shot. I love shots like that. So, I mean, this chapter as a whole, I'd give it a nod. I really enjoyed it. Stone Cod Ranger Reject, I will catch up. And at some point, uh, once I catch up with that, I'm also going to catch up with uh, that one series. I talked about it before, Second Break. I do oh, want. Okay. I do want to read yeah. it. Uh, I only read like three chapters, uh, and I do want to continue to read it. What's it at? Like probably like chapter fifteen now. Probably fifteen to twenty range. Yeah, uh, I want to pick that up, and I also I'm gonna have to like kind of like what we do with Tokyo and a couple other series. I'm gonna have to find an alternate place to read it. Uh, but I do also want to pick up, um, you know, because I only read the first chapter. And the first chapter was very, very good. I don't know why I read. I didn't read more. But the the new series from the Full Metal Alchemist creator. I forgot what it's called. It's wild though. First chapter was wild, uh, but it, it apparently it's being received stupidly well. I so, forgot they even came out with a new series. To be honest. Yeah, uh, got a high school. We are not caught up on. <laughs> Unordinary though, bro. Unordin- I'll give it an eight. I'm giving it a nine. I fucking enjoyed this chapter a lot. Yeah, we got some shit popping off now. Shit's happening. I'm here for it. Uh, True Beauty 205, I would give this one a 7. Uh, we care 189. I did not read it. My fault. I'm giving an 8. Okay. LC 168. 8. Uh, let's play 166. And also, it's going to be on a break for four weeks. Oof. So, rip there. Uh, 166 is, I'm going to probably give it an 8. Uh, Sub Zero, 137. I'm going to give this one a 7. Down to Earth 96. Uh, I'm going to give this one a 9. This was a very tragic backstory. You know how I am about tragic backstories. Yes. Uh, Armor 67. What was this one? Oh, I remember. I'll give it a 7. Uh, and then Reunion, 13. So 12 and 13 both. Again, tragic backstories. I love some good tragic backstories. So I'm going to give this one probably probably an 8, though. Because these, these were pretty short chapters. Uh, favorite chapter of the week? Blue Box. I would say actually Undead and Luck, which has not gotten that spot in a very long time for me, uh, followed by probably Unordinary. Those are my probably my favorite reads. I went through Unordinary very, very quickly. I was very hooked on that. All right. Well, I think that's it for the episode. I think we wrapped it up. Uh, let's hit the music. Get out of here. I'm going to order some food. I'm hungry. All right, then. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you're watching this on YouTube and you like what's going on, you can hit that subscribe button. Hopefully, check out our new show, Spark Mark, whenever Hell we yeah. record episode two, which we're hoping to do with ourselves and then the rest of the cast from a terrible football show at some point. Yeah, they need something to do. Yeah. Terrible football shows on a break. So I figured, <laughs> I, I figured I'd put them back to work, you know, in some capacity. Yeah. Keep them, keep them fresh. You know, in the pod mode. Mm-hmm. So I know Tyler, he falls out of the pod mode. Oh, does he? Yeah, if you don't have him consistently doing the show, like, he will fall out of the pod mode. Like, oh, that's you know, unfortunate. In terms of, like, how he... Not, like... Not in terms of, like, motivation. Yeah. Like, he wants to do it, but, like, in terms of how comfortable he is on the mic. He'll fall out of the pod mode. That is awkward. Yeah. So we're going to do Spark Bark with those boys. Give them something to do. Because they are not they don't have anything to do until June, where we do one episode. That episode's going to probably be pretty big, though. I'm not going to lie. June and July are probably going to be some pretty massive episodes for that show. Considering you're only doing one episode per month till the season comes back in, yeah. It's not only that. It's also because, like, both those episodes may have, like, a large amount of guests. Like, 
large, lots of guests okay. on those shows. So those episodes could be very, very big. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, do everything that Zach said and more, uh, like checking out sparky3.com. You sign up for free or you sign up for five bucks a month. You get early access to podcast episodes such as this one right here. It was available for early access. You missed out. Uh, as well as some other stuff here and there. Uh, sparky3shop.com. Promo code anniversary to celebrate two years of Animan, two years of Game Static. Shout out to that. Join the Discord. Link down in the description below for that one. Go follow us on Twitter at Animan Podcast. I think you already shout that one out. Uh, songs and ends. We're going to give it a sec before we really wrap it up. Let it build up just a bit, you know. Zach, what's for dinner? I just ordered some Mexican. Noodles. Noodles is good. It was good. Just ordered some Mexican. I've been craving some Mexican all week this week, so definitely going to be hitting that up. As well as going to hopefully be hitting up some Doctor Strange here in the near future. It's another something else I want to hit up. Pretty excited for that. Uh, now I feel like we're in a good place to end it. So with that said, until next time, guys, have a good one. See you. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,